to enjoy that feeling very often. Ever. Ever. Well, there's I didn't even a go time gr- or two. I don't that think I was so. On time. Oh yeah, you're on time. But I think the statement was before. We're live. I, I know we're live. We weren't before. O- o- officially, we'll, we're gonna get an on-air button or a red light. So when you see it, all right, check, check. Hello, hello. Check one, two. I hear myself. You hear me? How we sound over there? You sound good. Oh, there we go. I hear Ingrid. We got notes for today. Yeah. Very nice. What's going on, guys? Matt here with Carolina Coops, coming to you live from our building in Creedmoor, North Carolina. You are now watching Video Chicken. To my left, as always, is my co-host, Kristen Warren, our chicken nista, chicken expert. Yes, as she was just saying, she was here early. And we have a, a, a guest watching today. Kristen's oh, mom. Live, yes. Yes, mom. Mom, mom is, is here live. watching, making sure we get her approval. And of course, we have Ingrid behind running everything as always. I hope everyone's doing well. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. How was your, uh, you went on vacation this week? I did. I went to the mountains. How was it? North Carolina mountains. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Cool weather, river rafting, drinking wine outside. I uh, saw a lot of river rafting and I saw there was a dog feeding Cheetos from your sister. Yeah. Yeah, the rafter of uh, the uh, the guide, I guess, had brought along his dog. Oh, it was his dog. I was wondering mm-hmm. whose dog that was. Yeah, he made for a very nice nice trip. It wasn't too exciting. I got pushed. I got you know a big you know, yeah. I was, during the class three rapids, I got thrown off my seat. Class three rapids. What is class? But three? I know that sound that might sound exciting, but it was like really. Just, it probably didn't take like, much. Yeah, ten seconds of class three rapids, and the rest of the time we didn't even paddle. I'm going to have to Google Class 3 <laughs> Rapids before the end of the day today. Uh, so, again, hope everyone's doing well. We're going to give everyone a second to get in here. I guess we got five people already. I can't believe it's Friday already. The one thing about this show is it just is a, it's a great way it's to – It's a marker of time. Oh, my gosh. The passing of time. It, is it a marker of time? Um, so we're going to have a great show today. Uh, there is a visitor – not a visitor. We're going to have a guest on who is a customer – I haven't told someone who's also a visitor this week who's coming on today. He has no idea a surprise is coming for him. Two I, special guests. Two so special that's... guests, yeah, yeah. Um, so what was it about? Did you just hear him? <laughs> we, have, oh, was that a... <laughs> we have the man, the legend, Mr. Evan Archer has been down here this week helping us get the shop up and running. Uh, so much thinking. And yes, we officially have sawdust in the new building. We have been cutting lumber, setting up tables. Who's, um, we're who, not, we're not live on YouTube. Why not? I, I don't know. I bet you we are. Kenzie says no. Where is the restream? Um, okay. So let me know, uh, bring up comments. I bet you we are. Ingrid. Why don't you go over there and check? I'm going to go over there and check. I literally Mom, you can sit in. I literally well, actually, I was going to have uh, Evan sit Evan in. Evan, sit in. Evan, oh. why don't you come in, sit in, and say hi. Come on, buddy. Actually, I have a special guest for you today. A little surprise um, while we figure everything out. We can't have an empty chair. Okay. Right here. Have an empty chair. Comments. It's bad for business. <laughs> and yes, you do lie. See, YouTube's working. Yeah, you actually don't need to do it. Yeah, you only need to do it to hear Kenzie. Oh, you're putting in my earbuds now to be grossed out. Good morning, California. So everything is working. And, uh, okay, well, that was a quick sit-in. No, 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 you, you can stay right there. And, um... <laughs> you can take my chair. So what do you think? No, you can stay right there, too. You're we can always get all three of us in here. 
Well, I was going to say, I was going to set up a mic, but, you know, a lot of people hear me talk about Evan. This is Evan, and if you've ever watched some of our YouTube videos, I'm sure you've seen Evan. He tries to hide a little bit, and um, <laughs> today we actually have Shelly's going to be coming on. She's going to be talking about her goose house, and she sent me a message the other day saying her goose house is doing better than her chicken coop, that the deep litter system is working that good. So I thought you'd get a kick out of uh, seeing how it looks, and I was going to tell a little bit of the story of all that had to happen, and thanks to you, from the design to actually having to load it up, you drove all the way down there. Was it warm when you put it together? It was very warm. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I don't feel sorry for you very often, but I actually felt sorry this one time. It was, I could tell you were down there cooking. Yeah, uh, so we're going to bring her on. I see Kenzie's in the green room. And so again, it looks like everything is working. Give us a thumbs up, make sure the audio works well. And we're going to go ahead and get started. So let's go ahead and bring Mackenzie in. I'm going to go ahead and take my seat back, yes, Evan. Sir. And uh, we're, we're going to bring you in when we bring yeah. Shelly in, okay? Sound good? All right. So that was Evan Archer doing a little sit-in. Hi, Kenzie. Evan. Hi. Hi, Mackenzie. Again, how are you? Fantastic. Poor Mackenzie. Huh? It's been a week without Evan here. It's, it's different. Oh, is that, is, that is interesting. Has it been good or bad without Evan there? It's just, it's just been without Evan here. It's not been good or bad. It's just different. Um, he definitely brings a different light to this location. It's so, okay. You can say you miss him. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I do. I already told him that I missed him. I'm like, no, yeah, buddy, it is I missed it. It is definitely not the same um, without Evan in the shop. No. There's just People have no idea how much you have to, the, the knowledge in order to run this business is just incredible, especially that we still, you know, even though we've been doing this 12 years, the growing pains are still so real. Uh, we're splitting up the company. You know, I thought this was going to be a, you know, a difficult transition. It's turning into a nightmare. Uh, but as always, we're going to figure it out all the way down to making sure when Sean drives down that he has everything I asked for. Uh, so yeah, this morning was a heck of a morning, but we do have hemp in stock now in Raleigh. Yeah, I was surprised. I walked in here and there was, I saw hemp, I saw wood. And I heard power tools. Yeah, there's power tools. There's official sawdust in the air. Yeah, that's why I, I touched your skin because sometimes well, yeah. you're like... Man yeah. glitter. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's right, man glitter. So anyways, Mackenzie, <laughs> let's fire away. I'm glad uh, we got some comments coming in. People are watching. I can't wait to hear the top three questions of the week. Yeah, it was my computer. I totally lied. You were live. Um, I know. <laughs> And I'm noticing the stream. The stream is working phenomenal today. I just like everyone to notice now that I probably jinxed it. I turned my cellular data off. Shocker. <laughs> um, anyway, so my first couple of questions are actually um, from one of our customers in New Hampshire. She is a loyal watcher, um, you know, loyal customer. She keeps in contact with us regularly. Miss Francine. Um, she wanted to know first, what should she look for while doing a health check on her flock? Oh, she's had her coop for about a year. Health check. A um, really a health check more than what, uh, more than what you're, you're not really looking so much for a negative. You're just looking for, or uh, you're really just looking to make sure everybody's acting normal. Um, that's the primary thing because chickens by 
their very nature, they're active, their posture is correct, their comb and waddle is red. Um, those are the, the primary things that will tip you off that something's not right. Um, and by posture, I mean that the tail's up, you know, they're active, they're pecking, pecking, scratching, pecking, scratching, pecking, They're acting scratching. like chickens. Yes, yes. So, so that's a great point right. is that we're not necessarily looking for maybe the negatives, right. but if we see, we always look for the positives, and if we don't see the positive, that's a clue to go look right. for something negative, especially coccidosis is one of the textbook examples where when they're hunched down and they're kind of mm -hmm. crunching in their neck. Um, and, and even if they have worms or some other issue, they will present themselves in a different way. I mean, both their mannerisms, they'll be less active, their coloring would be off. You know, those things are how they present themselves when they are sick, and it could be just a variety of things that make them sick. Now, if you want to go a step further and start looking for some signs of um, parasites, you would look at their feet, at their legs and their feet, to, and the scaly leg mite is very easy to tell. Um, their legs will start looking kind of white and flaky. Oh, usually it's so those, disgusting. Usually those scales on their legs. They're like I'm using raised my arms a little bit to demonstrate like I've got chicken legs as arms. But um, they're... Uh... No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Am I turning into a So uh, anyway, so that's a great point. Um, go ahead. Shelly's coming into the green room. Go ahead. give get, uh, Bring her on. Ingr oh, don't bring her on, but bring her into the green room. Make sure, uh, Shelly. So again, she's down in Alabama. She is. She has one of our most popular chicken coops, and of course now the Goose House. And as I said at the beginning of the show, she's gonna give us a demonstration of uh, how her Goose House is doing. And actually, this is just how real life is. There's storms coming in, and uh, her connection I think right now is good. But we have some storms coming in, so I was thinking possibly since she is here, uh, if we can just check in with Shelly real quick and see how things are going. Uh, and then maybe if things are going well, we got good connection. The storm isn't going uh, yet. Maybe we can buy a couple more seconds, get through the rest of the questions. And of course, if you guys have any questions um, in particular about Shelly's Coop or I guess, again, we're talking about the Goose House. And the biggest question was, what was it, four, five, six? I don't know how many weeks ago we, we started talking about the design of the Goose House and that we were questioning whether or not the deep litter system will work with geese and ducks. And we were, I've even had some people tell me it won't work. And of course I did what we always do. We just did it mm -hmm. and we're gonna do our own research. So yeah, so you can see Shelly's Goose House. Um, that, and you can see your chicken coop in the background. And we're gonna uh, have Shelly talk to us about how it's going inside there. So let's, um, as long as we got Shelly in the green room, let's go and finish up with Mackenzie. So that, that was a great, answer you got to look for the things that are positive yeah, so and also look look at their feet and look at their vent uh for any signs of mites right well there's something else you you look at to tell and us humans have to do the same thing droppings droppings <laughs> tell you every you know if you see blood like, in the stool i'm surprised that that's not something you brought up i thought that was gonna be your first oh thing. yeah i'm just a, a big fan of chicken poop right, e right. exactly yes, yes exactly we, we um, love it yeah. Yeah, I, you can see evidence of worms or blood in the stool, so that exactly. Is. And but but please remember, every a lot of new chicken owners do freak out when they see that once a day dropping that's mostly liquid and stinky. So that's the once a day clean out. Usually they're 
you know, nice round mounds with white on top. So I think we might be having trouble with uh, Shelly and the internet. This may not work. She did warn us that there's a storm coming in. Let's we go. Just try to go to her. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, go we'll to, to Alabama McKenzie. right now. Mackenzie, if you can stay in the green room. I know you got a busy day, but I'd love to get through the next two questions. Or, oh, we're look at this. Shelly, good morning. Oh. Can you hear us? Hey, good morning, guys. Wow, this is working perfectly. Um, Evan, come over here and check out the... Um, uh, the geese here. Why don't you why don't you scoot over? Have Evan go, mm -hmm. or you want him just to sit there? Mm -hmm. Okay. Come here, Evan. We're, we're gonna lose you. I want you to see the goose house. Here, Evan, you sit here. Huh? <laughs> you stay. You're always trying to excuse yourself. Look at you. Yeah, actually, let me sit there. Don't mind. I oh, like musical chairs. Yeah. Now Ingrid's up. Yeah, so we completely uh, <laughs> played musical chairs. How's the new earbuds? They're good. They're good. All right, there we Oh, my gosh, that is, is so loud over here. Mom, there's a chair there if you want to be able to see, see here, over here. All right, so there's the goose house. Evan, does this bring back some, uh, are you feeling hot and sweaty all of a sudden? So, Shelly, if you could do us a favor, and I can't believe how big your geese have gotten already. So they're eight weeks old, and they're usually free-ranging, but they came to make an appearance on the show. Wow, they are so beautiful. So how has it been so far, owning geese? Any surprises? You can see my big rooster. He's usually in charge. He's submissive to the geese. Um, so geese are super easy compared to chickens. Um, if I had gotten geese first, I might not have gotten chickens. Um, but they don't lay as many eggs, so there's that. <laughs> um, wait a minute. Hold on. Who's on the show, too? There you go. Hey, little man. I can't believe what she just said. My mind is blown. Yeah. My mind is blown. That is exactly the opposite that I expected. Maybe, is it going so well because of the goose house, maybe? Well, of course. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. They love their little house. Um, so they that parade, is a great... They parade in every night. They're creatures of habit, just like chickens, but you have to put them to bed at night. So um, we go gather and we parade in single file every night. But... You know, they only go in the house at night. They're free-ranging. Their job, they have a job here on the farm is to guard the geese. I mean, guard the chickens, I'm sorry. Ha have they already started guarding? Oh, definitely. Geese are definitely always watching the environment around them. So they turn their head side to side and watch the sky pretty much all the time. Are they noisy? Oh, yeah. You want to hear him? Yeah, all I girls? hear is the rooster. Yeah, come on, girls, want to talk? Talk to us. Oh, yeah, come on, talk to us. Talk, 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 talk. I, I don't well, hear them. Yeah, they're kind of squeaky, right? Yeah, yeah, so they haven't really started their, their um, and here's the chicken house, guys. I think when last you guys were here, it was red dirt around the chicken house. Yeah, that looks um, amazing. It does. It's, you should see it in person. It's gorgeous. <clears throat> yeah, that so landscaping they is great. They haven't started their honk, honk, honk 
um, there's still talking baby talk. Oh, um, does it matter if they're male or female for guarding? Um, it, it does not. There, I have, I think, three females, um, possibly one gander, but we won't know until spring when egg laying season starts. Um, but they are all territorial and they all have um, imprinted on the chickens very well. Uh, they do let the certain hens know that they're not in charge. Um, a little hiss here or there. So, Shelly, Shelly, don't mean to cut you off, but I, I, I'm just dying to see the inside of the goose house. And sure. the biggest question is, um, how has the deep litter system been working? Has it been working at all? Uh, have you learned anything new? Uh, anything at all, if you could, uh, if it's possible for you to sneak around and then show us the backside of that goose house. And again, I just want to, um, there is so much that went on behind the scenes, uh, in the design of this goose house. And we even had a show dedicated talking to a goose expert to learn the do's and don'ts. And I mean, look at this structure. I, I, I couldn't be happier that Evan is able to take not only this design from scratch design it in a program that we use google sketchup and then had it built in the shop brought it down to alabama by himself we were actually getting far behind on deliveries we couldn't pull the road crew and uh he took it upon himself to bring it down and, and get it done and uh, evan i get i can't thank you enough buddy. it is just amazing job uh, so there it is. Now, the one thing I do want to point out right away that we did make a difference in the deep litter system that we decided not to do the high density polyethylene that we decided to, uh, Evan, that was three quarter, three quarter, yep. three quarter ply. Oiled. And we oiled it. Ta oiled talk it right into that seed. mic. Oh, you can't hear me. Well, I, I just want to make sure people can hear you. Sorry. So now who oiled the, um, plywood? Did we do that or Shelly do that? I did that. You did that. Now, what did you use to oil it? Just a no, no, no. What, what kind of product? Oh, uh, timber oil. Timber oil. Yeah. Okay. And the whole idea why we did not use the high density is because we were nervous that if the deep litter system wasn't going to work, the floor is going to be too slippery yes. for the geese. And the and same thing with ducks. So, Shelly, tell us, how's I'm it looking? Are you? To... Go ahead. I'm going to. Uh, you guys are better at this camera thing than me, but I'm going to. You're doing wonderful. So you guys can see how that drops down. Nice. So that's the deep litter door. So geese, after they're, I guess, weaned off of their baby routine and they can sleep through the night, you can stop leaving water and food with them. Um, we take a drink and right before bedtime, like a, like a kid does, and then we, we parade in. So that being said, they're super wet and super messy, but when you don't have to put water in the house at night then it works out so this hemp has been in there for i don't know it's, it's over a month it's over a month worth worth of goose poop in there and i'll let you see it um i just turn it just like you would the coop litter and it's dry it's completely dry there's nothing wet in that coop so it, so it's working perfectly yeah I yeah, I mean, you know, I think we all were really apprehensive. Mm -hmm. Was this going to work? Because goose are geese are super wet and messy. Right, and their poop is wet. 
Right. So another thing I wanted to point out, and not, here's another thing, uh, you know, conversations that happen between you and I, um, uh, in particular, because you have so much experience, you've bought a lot of hemp from us. And if I remember correctly, you prefer the Aubi chick, correct? I do prefer that for the chickens. This um, hemp that's in the goose house is more like the horse hemp it's in the smaller bag you guys just started selling the 20 pound bag oh um, that's the cocoon okay well is that particle size the same as the horse bedding or the same as the obby chick it, it's about the same as the horse bedding okay gotcha all right so and, i actually like it better i actually like it for the geese because their poop is bigger if that makes sense okay well that, see that's a good point so there, there's a lot to learn from there um so again shelly thank you so much i i just i i hope our viewers are enjoying this and just kind of a follow-up on a couple shows that we've done again a month or two ago where you know, we didn't know. We didn't know exactly what we should do, what we shouldn't do. We, we brought on a goose expert. We learned a lot from her. And he, here's the thing. It's really just this simple. All we did is we lowered that deep litter system. We decided to have the deep litter area like a wooden salad bowl and not of a plastic bowl, if you will. And I think that worked out perfect. And just look how gorgeous that is. We Good were job. able to... Thank you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is so beautiful. Uh, Evan, what were the dimensions of that goose house real quick, just so we can give our viewers... It was eight by eight, and another one was at the peak, like tall. Tall, yeah. Could <laughs> you stand up in there? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you yeah. can you can stand up. It's nice because like when you eight at the peak. easy to clean. Yeah, that's another good point. And if I remember correctly, that happened based on the design, especially with the twelve twelve pitch. But we also learned that when you're designing a goose house, you want very high, tall, vaulted ceilings, if you will, inside there. So that just worked out. Why is that? Do you know? To help with the ventilation. Okay. Okay. Because they're pooped big. Yeah. Ah. So we need even more dilution to the pollution. Okay. Okay. Can yeah. you show us the chicken coop? Can you show us the chicken coop? Ingrid yeah. would like to know if you can show us the chicken coop. Sure. Our viewers sure. might not have seen it. Yeah, this is a very popular chicken coop. And I just want to point out, if you haven't seen this chicken coop before, this was, um, the, the roof is a 12-12 pitch, so it's very steep, and it's also hand-split cedar shakes uh, for the roof that matches her home. I'm not sure if she wants to give us a shot of kind of how beautiful it is or matches. The, I mean, look at that. I mean, this is something just out of Better Homes and Gardens or, you know, Martha Stewart. If she was watching right now, she'd be pretty proud. Uh, that is just a beautiful. Look at all the stonework along the foundation. Are your chickens maybe jealous? Have you had any problems with the chickens not sharing with the geese? You know, have the chickens gone into the goose house? Have the geese gone into the chicken coop? Anything like that? Um, the geese don't go in the chicken coop. Um, the chickens, of course, are nosy Nellies, and they checked out the the goose house. They are probably looking for a hit for food more than anything. But um, you know, there was just a little bit of um, hen pecking. You know, just order mainly, not with all of the hens, but with some of the top hens. But it really is nothing compared to introducing chickens to chickens. Mm. Um, it's super easy. Geese are just kind of very matter of fact about the fact that they're in charge. Their wings are bigger and 
Um, so I, I, I just, I found it super easy, you know, I mean, everybody free ranges around here, um, which is why we chose to get guardian chickens. I mean, guardian geese because of the hawks. Um, so, you know, you can see there just, there's chickens hanging out and the geese are hanging out. And so those geese are going to double in size still, or no, are they almost, you know, how much bigger are they going to get? So the French Toulouse, which is Claudette right here, by the way, the storm coming in is named Claudette. Um, <laughs> and she'll be about 30, 25, 30 pounds. So she's only, I'd say Whoa. 10. Wow. Yeah. So she will definitely double in size. 25 um, to 30 Day pounds. That, that is yes. huge. Um, Daisy, the Sebastopol right there, the pretty feathers. She'll only be about 15 to 20 pounds, and she's probably about uh, eight pounds right now. Um, and they're herbivores. They only eat grass. They free range all day long. Um, they eat very little grain in the summertime. But you can see back here in the back, we do have our chicken silo. Oh, you got the feed silo from Coopworks. So, and Coopworks actually made this one for geese. It's taller than usual. Let me see if I can walk around. Um, I've got a girl right here with Bumblefoot. She had surgery this morning. Oh, wow. Um, so, they made it taller so the chickens can't get the goose food and the geese can get in there and um, eat what they need to eat, which, but they don't eat that much grain during the day. Wow, that is interesting. Um... So you can't feed them the same thing? Well, so right now the geese are on a on their eight week to fourteen oh, week okay. pro protein regimen and they're getting um they're getting basically grower feed right now and then and then they have to have some uh, yeast in there for the niacin. So the girls are on layer feed. Um, okay. and okay. geese just need a little a little different diet right now. Eventually, everybody will eat the same feed, but the chickens prefer, um, don't prefer pellets, which they eat whole grain food, and the geese need pellets, so their noses don't get stopped up. See, there's something for everybody. <laughs> See, I'm learning too. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Well, Shelly, thank you so much. Um, thank you for taking the time out of your day today uh, to show us your chick coop, your goose house. Uh, thank you so much for your business. Thank you for your repeat business. I hope you love it. I can't wait to hear what may be your next. Uh, I know, uh, I'm not sure if we shared with you that we've invented the world's best goat house, um, but just keep that in mind. And again, Evan, uh, just uh, outstanding job from the design to the execution. I know it was hell. I felt sorry for you because I know what it was like to be there because we were there also when it was hot doing the chicken coop and you did it. You saw it through and um, I'm sure. That roof required a lot of cuts. Yeah, how, how long did it take you to do that roof? Two days. Two days. Yes. Days. Yeah, that's a lot of cuts and it's not fun being by yourself because you got to go up, down, up, down, up, down yeah. versus two people 
it's amazing how much time they would save. But we did, we just didn't have the manpower ready. We couldn't pull the guys. They were, I don't know where they were, but they were somewhere not in Alabama. But anyways, all right. Well, Shelly, thank you so much. Um, I do know that I'm going to be giving you a call soon. Once things start to settle down here at the new shop, uh, I do plan on uh, doing a, either a road trip or a plane trip, flying around. And we are so due to do a walk around video with your permission, of course. And... Um, do a follow-up video on your chicken coop. So we should hopefully be in touch soon to get that scheduled. Sure. Thanks, Evan. We love it. You're very welcome. <laughs> we did provide Evan with margaritas. <laughs> oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, he makes you know, the best margarita. I mean, I'm telling you. It, yep. it wasn't all bad. It wasn't yeah. all bad. Oh, I don't know. Well, I might be signing up okay, for the now next visit. Now I'm finding out. Yeah, I want to go. All right, here you go. Ingrid. I want to go. And I did want to reiterate, too, Evan created that. I mean, start to finish. He was both the designer and the builder. And on site, driver. so he got to see that project from inception. Yep, that was full circle. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. The, the, I know at one point we were worried about because of so many geese, them not imprinting on the chicken. So I'm glad to hear that they did. Um, just because of things that we were reading. Right, right. I'm really yeah. fascinated by this, so I'm going to ask some follow-up questions later. Yeah, it looks great, Shelly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Evan, The whole board looks Thank great. Thank you very much. The buzzer Good just job. went off. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Thank you, Shelly. We really appreciate it. We'll be in touch. Stay okay, safe. You Stay can safe. You can wipe it on your shirt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Um, I'm I not sure if I think you can get diseases uh, from earwax. I, I'm not sure. I'm sure I, I someone. I think you're okay. I'm oh. sure someone knows. So I know there might have been a couple questions, and I didn't want to take a chance on losing Shelly because I know that storm was coming in. But then someone did say the storm is coming in tonight, but that went really well. I hope our viewers enjoyed that. I tell you, I just learned a lot, and I'm still blown away that she said if she would have got geese first, she probably would not have gotten chickens. Really? Did you hear that? No. That's what I heard. That's exactly what she said. Thank you. Thank you, yes, Evan. Um, that's right. And Mackenzie's still in the green room. So if we can bring Mackenzie back in. Yeah. And um, again, if you guys are just joining us, maybe caught the middle of that. That was Shelly, our customer down in Alabama. Alabama, Foley, Alabama, Gulf Shores, Alabama. One of the greatest places in this country. Uh, if you ever want to go on vacation, Gulf Shores, Alabama. The beaches are amazing. It's very affordable. <laughs> People like to have a good time, right, Evan? Florabama. Well, of course, yeah, and then you could sneak right over to Florabama. Anyways, all right. So, what did you think about that? That was amazing. I, I mean, uh, I really just I rem I was there for the goose interview, mm -hmm. the the expert, and maybe you can say when was that? That was was that March, April? It's it's uh, become no, it so was it was March. It was March. So, it, if you want to go back and listen to that show, right. I couldn't hear it. I was there in the room, but we didn't have a splitter for the headphones, and we were on, we were in Florida, so I didn't get to hear a lot of that. Uh, so we might want to revisit some of those high points for people who didn't catch that show. Um, basically, it was the geese are guardians of chickens. So if you're looking for some sort of guardian for for your chickens for your flock geese could be a solution for you oh my gosh nothing i love when an animal has a job right right it that i just i love that and i love that she also mentioned something that we've been working on for the past two years now is how to be able to have all these animals co-mingle and not have the problems that most people say you have when you do that 
uh, especially with housing them and keeping them separated. And then she mentioned about, you know, having that coop silo up higher so the chickens mm -hmm. can't get to it. But she also made an interesting point that they can't eat crumbles because it'll clog their nostrils. I never heard of that before. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about geese, so it was all very interesting. I'm curious if they have to, like, blow bubbles like ducks will. Um, you know, I mean, we do it with our duck dippers. I've been, so I've been kind of helping my sister with, um, I call them my niece ducks, but I figured out that we have, a, I have a couple nest ducks. <laughs> so we have to find a new home, but um, they blow bubbles all the time and we'll cut a watermelon in half and they'll make puddles in the watermelon and blow bubbles in the watermelon. What? You got to get that on video. Have you yeah. ever seen that? No, I haven't seen that. I haven't um, had ducks for a long time. I think I, I think I might have one actually. Uh, okay, I would has, love to, would love to see know, that video. I'll have to find out. Um, they're the best. They're the funniest ducks I've ever seen. But, anyways, um, so where we left off, we were kind of talking about mites, which leads into kind of a follow up question. Um, Francine had purchased some Elector PSP for the treatment of her mites. Um, took her rope wrap roost bars out. Just lost Ingrid. There, uh, Ingrid. I am screwing up everyone's names. It is unbelievable. We just lost Mackenzie there for a minute. Not sure what happened. Uh, she was just mentioned something about, I've never heard of treating that. For, maybe she was just treating her roost bar for mites as a preventative. Um, the, I don't know. Yeah, we lost her there. Uh, Ingrid, if you want to just or go ahead you, and bring her down, maybe she'll come back in. With, not sure what happened. Are you familiar with that product? No, I've never even heard of yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't recognize it either. You know what I've used for mites? You can put Vaseline on their legs. Because it suffocates them. Okay, so for for scaly, scaly leg, yes, yes. 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 mineral yes. oil and some other things. So here, to this point, and I know I don't know if we were I, we talked about possibly getting into pests in this show. I'm not sure if, if of we officially we are. I'm not sure if officially we did that, but I just wanted to make a point right there how important it is that you got to understand what kind of mite you're dealing with so that you know what type of treatment to give them. And I think when I read. Uh, a lot of things when people are giving advice about pests, and I see it on Facebook. Oh, uh oh. Uh oh, I, I should almost turn the camera around. Why? No, do it, do it, do it. Happy birthday, dear Ingrid. Oh, man. Happy birthday to you. Oh my gosh, hold on. I had no idea. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to turn the camera around. No. Surprise. Surprise. Thank you. Thank you. Technically, Ingrid's birthday is on Monday, but because Ingrid Day is on Friday, we had to. Oh, oh, oh! oh. oh. Again, Ingrid. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. We had we to. Go. We had to adjust our company snack time. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so happy birthday, happy Ingrid! Thank you. This is our first Thank you. Celebration here at the shop. That is true. And who's better to have than Ingrid? Happy birthday! Twenty-two, twenty-three. 29. No, 29. <laughs> God, you're old. I know. How did that happen? Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I love cupcakes. Well, sorry for the interruption. No, oh, I that appreciate was perfect. that. I thank you. Was, that was perfect. See, I didn't I want to miss surprises. anything. Thank you. Thank you. That's right, well, I, think I, I think I got the camera back on. We'll have yeah. cupcakes. That made me very nervous okay. to actually take such an important piece 
and the turnaround. So a little behind the scenes there. Happy birthday, Ingrid. <laughs> Thank um, you. Are you doing anything special for your birthday? Um, no. No? <laughs> Gardening. Oh, Gardening. did we talk about, so did we have a show already since we went live at Ingrid's house? We did. Okay, I couldn't remember. And we so we, we owe did, her a bottle of wine. We owe her a bottle of wine. <laughs> and uh, I was just thinking, too, before we lost uh, Mackenzie, that you brought up something you haven't had ducks in a while. So I'm, I'm very curious how it's going with Dale. Oh, uh, nothing. I, I went on vacation and tried not to think about it. So <laughs> The typical go-to. Yeah, well, uh, we'll reconnect. We'll reconnect in a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then someone, I don't know if Ingrid... Uh, you know, so again, everyone, if you didn't get a chance, we have a live video that should be streaming or it, it, it's up on Instagram where we went and visited Ingrid at her home. And it's just incredible. It was on YouTube. It was on YouTube. Yep. Okay. Uh, I couldn't remember. Yeah. Uh, so you I get went a, back and looked at it again. Yeah. You, you'll I watched get, it again. You'll get a chance to see all that she's doing, all the good that she's doing for herself, her family, the environment, uh, and that local, you know, that mm -hmm. ecology there. And Pollinators the the uh compost bucket for the mm -hmm. neighbors and then someone leaves a letter very <laughs> well, recently a newt a little torn off piece of paper with serial killer block letters oh, yeah, it was much. creepy yeah it was it was, it was nuts I, I it was really rather unbelievable <laughs> like ingrid's got a dale yeah so it, <laughs> yeah it, it, it's just a hater it said that my house and property looked like blank yeah and that um, it's an eyesore to the neighborhood. Man, and I have not seen anything more manicured than this mm -hmm. garden. I mean, she's got garden paths. She's got, wow. uh, you know, repeating plants and just, you know, she it's just trellised and... Thank you. It so, is just... Yeah, it, it is amazing. And I think Ingrid did make a good point. I'm sure a lot of people can relate that he's just jealous how much your neighbors love you for all that you're oh, doing there. Yeah. We got yeah. a wasp flying in. Do we have anyone that's allergic? Just a little I, paper wasp. I don't wasp. think he's going to bother anybody. She. Uh, or is that a mud dauber? Oh, it's coming in underneath the legs. Now I'm nervous. No, it's under the so, desk. So I see we got Ingr uh, we got Mackenzie back in the green room. Did that wasp identify oh, you as are a female correct. or male? Oh, geez, here we go. I um, missed it. We just have a wasp flying around. All right, Mackenzie's back. So hi, Mackenzie. What happened to you? Did we? Uh... So because I do the show on my phone, um, I, I, I forgot that I had called our lumber distributor prior to the show and then he was calling me back and my phone went kaput so um, um can i can i tell yeah. you that we've we've been bringing lumber down from the new york shop because I, I it's just you know <laughs> been difficult to have a whole truck and why it. not why not drive it 500 miles yeah, let's bring a bundle of two fuel, by... I heard fuel is super cheap right now. Two by... So in the lumber... Yeah, the, we don't have any lumber in the South. The, so I'm really glad you got some of that Yankee There's no Doug fir. Here. There's no Doug fir here. Oh, the Doug fir that's grown on the West Coast, thousands of miles away. Yeah, but our customers love it. Mm -hmm. And it showed up and it's two by 12 yeah, by do. 12. What? It's not even the right lumber. It's good times. Thanks, Sean. Well, it wasn't... <laughs> I don't know whose fault it was. We're not going to blame anyone. Oh, um, sorry. Okay, I take that back, Sean. So, anyways, okay. Uh, Sean's not, not, the driver. We haven't answered any comments or talked about any comments. We're kind of ignoring our listeners and viewers right now. I see Ingrid's um, over there scrolling. want to make sure we didn't miss anything. And it's already... Miss Francine is in the comments. She is, uh, well, before I got cut off uh, trying, to, trying to buy wood. <laughs> well, at least you're trying to buy wood. I'm trying so hard. It there's like either plenty to be had 
and we just received a truck or we need a truck and there's none to be had and it like this cyclical baloney it's a nightmare it is it is it's just unreal right now do you remember those days when you used to just pick up the phone and buy wood yeah Pick and, up the phone and, it, and it got delivered. Yeah, by a lot of things, and yeah. it, it's just it, yeah. It, either way, either way, let's get back to the chickens and chicken coops. This is what people are here, not to hear our problems, and all so that. well. Sometimes it's nice to know you're not alone. There, there could be some truth yeah. to that. I feel alone quite often. <laughs> Does Mackenzie have more questions? Yes. Well, we only got to one, right? Two. There was the. Well, I got to oh, one yeah. and a half. Right, one and a half. So, what um, was? Let, let's redo the second one, please. So um, Francine asked, she went out and purchased some Elector PSP to treat her coop for mites. She had found during her health check um, that some of her girls had been affected by mites around their vents. She went through, took care of that, but she wanted to know, um, will spraying the deep litter corners affect the good bacteria in her deep litter, in her industrial hump that she's using? So it all. So I'm not familiar with yeah. the product she's using. Yeah. Without knowing, what I have she's, also not used it. Yeah. What well, I don't even know is. I guess that is that an insecticide. I would think that an insecticide wouldn't hurt composting necessarily. It, it really shouldn't. Yeah. What the concern usually is is when you do go to compost, what other chemicals might be in there. Right. Um, I think the micros will be just fine. Uh, but she also mentioned so the mites. Ingrid, what do you think? Um, it looks like she was. Yeah, I I don't I don't know, and I don't know if it's necessary to do that, if the mites are living in the hemp. Like the mites, I mean, all animals have mites, and then it's only when they get out of balance for some reason right. where it becomes a problem. We even have dust mites, uh, dust mites, right? We have mites living right. in our eyebrows, don't we? Mm-hmm. Like little yeah. crawly Eyelash. things. So here's the Stop important it. thing: you have to have. <laughs> Sorry, Kenzie. You have to have positive. <laughs> you have to have positive identification. So, and then they also the the question part of the question was spraying the corners. You know, and you that's, got that's probably assuming that the mites are living in the wood. That right? that's exact. That's exactly it. And most mites are ectoparasitic. You know, they're going to be feeding on the host, living on the host. Right. But you got roost mites that will actually act very similar to bed bugs where they'll come out at night, feed, and then go crawl away and hide in cracks and crevices. So right there, if you identify, okay, we got roost mites going on, the place to treat is where the pest is spending most of its time, especially if it's a non-repellent type treatment. Uh, Mites are very, very difficult. They're any insect that has a piercing, sucking mouth part. Because what you have to realize is most insecticides kill an insect through ingestion. Unless you spray it directly, then it'll be dermal, go through the outside and then in. But once that product's dry, you know, mites and and the mosquitoes and ticks, things like that, they're not going around picking that insecticide up and feeding on it. So it's just very difficult. So again, that's why it's so important to target where they're spending most of their time to increase the chances of the toxicity getting into the body from the outside. So must identify what it is. Uh, Do you have an idea if they're around the vent? Uh, if that's a, a, a specific type of mite. I think that's just your, your I think that's a regular host feeding mite. Gotcha. And that's just where you happen to see them easily. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So we'll have to come back to that one. I'll have to read more about the product. We got to read the label. The label yeah. will tell you everything you need to know. I, I pulled it up on here. I'm not familiar and I like knock on wood. I've never had mites. Um, 
in the, my last three flocks that I've had, which I, you know, I got out of the game for a while, didn't have chickens, but luckily I've never, I've had such good luck with all my flocks. Um, but I did pull this up to read it and I'm definitely going to do some more research on it. Gotcha. Um, so let's get to the third question. And I was hoping to maybe do one more quick surprise visit. Um, um, so this is kind of a question that I was going to ask and Francine also went into as well. Um, how often should you give a chicken a bath? A, a wet bath or a dust? What, what kind of bath? A wet bath. Ingrid, <laughs> what do you think? I... I don't, they have feathers. They're not, they don't really like getting wet. They're not supposed to get wet. The only time I've ever given them any kind of bath is if I had to clean them for some reason on the, their butt or soaking their feet for bumblefoot. If they need to soak for something, but that's not a full on, that's usually just their bottom half. Right. So it's either their I vent just gave or one their... of my chickens a bath. Yeah. And so blow dried her. What? You, you, Kenzie, you gave your chicken a bath? Yes, so my Sapphire Splash uh, Tulip, she she is not splashed at all. She's just white, and she likes to lay directly where all of the other chickens just pooped. <laughs> uh, and all of her breast feathers were, like, stuck together with the really wet droppings. Yeah. Uh, Eventually, that'll so go away, just, but... Like yeah, no, it's just really gross because <laughs> she's all white. Um, so she just got a, a quick little bath in the backyard. She wasn't super happy with me, um, but they're very used to being handled. Uh, that helps. I think the two biggest chickens that had a, a problem with it were the smallest chickens who hate when anything is different or any of the other big chicks are taken away. Um, they get really mad if they can't see all eight of my full-sized birds. Yep, that's a flock. So okay, so real quick, speaking of baths, it's it's summertime. It's today's June. I don't know. Actually, I don't even want to know what date it is. It's middle of June. It's hot out, and there are so many people <laughs> that still think it's a good idea to dunk your chicken in cold water uh, to cool them down. And I want to make sure people realize that is not a good idea, at least in my opinion, because that's not how chickens are meant to cool down. And when Ingrid mentioned something, that is how you want to cool them down is just by dunking their feet. That's where they will release a lot of their body heat, if they will. So um, just want to make I that point. I set up um, three, three buckets of warm water. Um, the first was just warm water and some dish soap. I cleaned her feathers real quick um, and then dunked her in some warm water and apple cider vinegar and then just plain water, towel dried her and took a blow dryer on low to her feathers. <laughs> Which she did almost fall asleep in. Uh, is she a silky? So she fine. <laughs> she's, no, no she's she acts like one though. <laughs> All she, she likes to lean like right up against the fence and like wait for the fence to move. Yeah, that, that's like, a no, silky no. for you. Acting just like a silky. Mackenzie, well, thank you. So oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, just to reiterate, chickens have take their own baths. It's yes. called a dust bath. Dust bath. Yeah. Yeah, so and they do. I have. Um, I put, you know, if we have a fire, I'll put some fresh ash in there. I'll mix it with some sand, a little bit of um, DE, and they, they do pretty well. They're just so messy. So that's Ever. one reason why you may not want a white chicken. 
And someone they do, did, she they was do supposed to... to be gray. Right, right. But they do, they do show show their dirt. That which is why I don't have a white kitchen floor. Or a white cat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll never get another white, white chicken or another black pickup. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Mackenzie, thank you so much. Thank you for all Thanks, you're doing. Thanks, guys. Up have there. a good weekend. Yes, you, you have week. a great weekend too. Thank you. So that was Mackenzie, Bye. everyone. And Finally, it took us 50 minutes just to get through those three questions. But we got some comments coming in. Ingrid's right on the ball, bringing those in. And I just would like to mention uh, both your sisters. I turned around, and I see Nikki, and I think I saw Kelly over there. What a surprise. Yeah, the, the, in from Arizona. The Coberly so family vacation You got continues. your two sisters and your mother here. How's it feel to have family here watching uh, what you do on Friday afternoons? Yeah, they can't hear what's going on. I know. So I, that, it's not very exciting. Yeah, it's it. not. I was just thinking it would be probably a lot more exciting if they, um, if we had another TV, like we can monitor what we're doing here. We'll have to get another TV so they can see it, or they could be watching. Oh, we can have a studio audience with a little Yeah, this, well, we, we have that, but it, it's a little fake. So what kind of <laughs> questions do we have coming in, Ingrid? So Dee Dee Newman's question about the hemp. So she asks, am I supposed to remove the poop? I turn it over every day with a scooper, and I'm noticing smell even when all the windows are open. Six hens in a four-by-six hen house. I think she's doing too much. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, do it, less. Don't No, you don't yeah. remove the poop. Mm-mm. Leave it in there. You might be starving the microbes. Got to give it a chance to, for them to do their I've job. Got to sit too. Set it and forget it. I know that's hard for people to hear, but trust me, the system. As long as you're not overloading. She said it was added in April because yeah. I was wondering too if it was because in the beginning you don't have composting on your side. You've got just the the ratio, the large amount of dry material to soak up that ammonia for the smell. So um, I, I assume that she used a full bale or certainly enough to get enough dry material for the small number of hens she has. So I, I'm a little a little perplexed there. So. Uh, I see another person there mentioned the cocoon. So that might have been a little confusing. We were supposed to offer, or we did offer 20 pound bale, something smaller. And I know it drove some people nuts. The bales came in. I didn't know they were going to be labeled under this cocoon product. And people were freaking out going, this is for hamsters and gerbils. It was just what was printed on the bag. It's the same exact stuff. And I see someone just commented that the cocoon is working very well in their chicken coop. Um, see. see, my dad's watching as always. I'm trying to bribe my dad to come back. He, he, he laughed right when I probably needed him the most. But he I think wanted to go home and see his chickens. He, he did. And now he's like trying to do calculations uh, based on his new feed silo, how long he's going to be able to leave and mm -hmm. things like that. And I don't know. I think he's making it more complicated than it needs to be. But I'm glad he's back home and happy. So Kelly Hines, a similar question. New to having chickens and trying um, drop with the pine shavings, maybe deep litter with the pine shavings. Am I supposed to let it, them turn it over or turn it on over on myself or let the chickens do it or do it? What's that mean? Trying to drop little with the pine shavings? Probably trying to do little. I don't know. With pine shavings. So, like my chickens don't necessarily turn it over that much. Yeah, Some do. Yeah. If it's in the coop, yeah, they, they just go in there to sleep and lay eggs. So yeah. they're so, not going to be scratching around in there. Yeah, so well, it's deep litter. She's trying deep litter with pine shavings. Okay, so here's, here's the important things. Because she said, new to having chickens. Right there, we want to be, be very clear. Um, make sure if you're new to chickens, 
do the research on the deep litter system, learn how the deep litter system works, and make sure you have that carbon to nitrogen ratio in check as much as possible. And what you will start to learn is, yes, you can do it with pine shavings, but pine shavings are very acidic. So it's very difficult to get that pH level right to make the compost thrive. So I do feel sometimes when people are like frowning upon deep litter, it's that they just maybe don't have the right ingredients, even though it is possible. But I think based on the ingredients tells you, you might have to back off with some and, and add a little bit more, but the smell will tell you everything. And really you got to set it and forget it. Right. I think people and just... as far as turning it over, I wouldn't do it any more than once a week. And even that yeah. you probably don't even need to do. And make sure you're not overloading your nitrogen. And when people tell me that they, they smell the chicken droppings, a lot of times that tells me they just have a high amount of nitrogen, a high dropping load. Yeah, and I remember when I first started, I put too much hemp in because I was, you know, oh, it was poop. I put hemp on, I put hemp on top, and then I ended up having too much hemp and not enough poop. Mm. So you really want to let the poop do what it's supposed to do. Is there, is there any chance, you know, my curiosity is getting the best of me. Elector PSP, and then we see a comment from Ekin, Ekin, Ekin Thompson. It says, PSP is the safest treatment for lice and mites. I almost wonder if you can maybe behind the scenes a little bit, or maybe we can mm -hmm. do it next week. I would love to bring up that label, because here's where I think I want to explain to people what you should read, what you're looking for uh, to help make it simple. When someone says it's the safest for mites, um, that's nice to hear, uh, you know, but we, I, I'm just, I'm really curious. I would love to read that label. And, and while she's doing that, so can you fill us in a little bit? What's, what's going on? Nothing new with the... I saw Mike Trapp said uh, HO pests, <laughs> HOA. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, is, that's not the... Well, okay, so there's the label. Okay, well, actually, yeah, and, yeah, there we go. Perfect. So bring that up. And we'll say again could. that Matt used to be an exterminator. That was his career. So we've got an expert. Used to be an expert. I tell you, uh, products yeah, yeah, have changed a lot. Some products, a lot of products have been taken off, which they probably should have been. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm surprised I don't have a third eyeball coming out the back of my head. But So uh, Dee Dee also says that it isn't a preventative, but for active infestation. Exactly. So that's, again, there's so much to it. And to help people to be effective, and if they are going to do a treatment, you got to also understand, and this is the first thing I do, I read the what ingredients. Is the ingredient? So I can't see the ingredients. I'm not sure if you can make that bigger, Ingrid. But you learn when you do this professionally, you learn your ammunition that you're using. You're learning the ingredients and you're going to learn the life of them. And a lot of ingredients are meant for a contact kill. And that's actually a good thing um, as far as not having any residue that could be mm -hmm. harmful, especially to non-target pests. Uh, but that also means you got to make direct contact with them. So if you don't know what the pest is, you're not knowing where to shoot, where to look. So that I had a feeling when they said it's the safest to use and what that means is it's usually like an organic oil-based active ingredient that will become non-active even after 24 hours. Okay, so the active ingredient is a spinosad. Yeah, I've never even heard of that one. That is something that we use in organic gardening. Wow. Oh. So it's, it's something that will kill something that's chewing on something, but not like pollinators. So if I use that on a plant to get rid of um, a, a beetle that's chewing on the leaves, it won't bother the bees that are pollinating the tomato plant, for instance. So I, I can tell you right now how huge that is, because I'll never forget 
And I just had this conversation with a friend of mine who's having problems with ants. And you want to take advantage when you're dealing with ants that they're a social creature. And there are some companies that did, if you will, too good of a job creating active ingredients that the transfer effect is unbelievable. But you want to have an active ingredient that has a transfer effect when you're working with social insects because most social, social insects have a colony, they have a nest, and you can't get to it. So you let them be the carrier of this product. But honeybees pick it up so incredibly fast and easily, and then they fly back to their colony and it wipes them out. Yeah, because they're social too. Oh, big time. Absolutely. And termites too, right? Well, it was designed yeah. for termites. <laughs> and so, we found out it was working so well on termites, we weren't getting any more ant calls where we made big money on it because they were a non-guaranteed pest. So we had to stop using term it was a product called Termidor at Fipronol. And I'm telling you that uh, I think a bear, uh, I don't want to get sued. Whatever company it is that makes it. Um as soon as that stuff came out, that's when the honeybees, you just start hearing about nightmares of hive collapse and they're just being wiped out. And I'm like, that's the Fipronol, guarantee it. But anyways, um, so that, that's good to know. I hope our viewers are, um, if they have any other experience with this or want to try it out, uh, we should almost have this company become maybe yeah. a sponsor. We'll have to learn more about and it. And that's but just I, another reason why it's so great having Ingrid here because of her expert gardening she is so there a, is there's is a lot of crossover there, there one-stop shop i yeah. love it mm -hmm. i absolutely love it <laughs> I, so, I can't believe it's already twelve fifty-eight. Oh my gosh um, I, don't, I don't know where this hour this is the fastest hour of the week i'm sorry oh it keeps sharing the wrong thing no just my click apologies. on the comments oh go no down, go down i know let me go back to oh now, now you can read it <laughs> i've been non-stop watching the silver hair guys video Trying to get my coop perfect. Is Who's that... the silver-haired guy? I don't know. Who is that? Who are they watching? Oh, real quick, Maddie, can I have you come in here? I wanted Maddie to introduce herself. She is doing so well. She's been on a couple videos. It will, will it freak you out to come in and say hi to everyone? Uh, Kristen here helped get this. No, you're not going anywhere. Maddie, come on in. Come on in and say hi. Um, is this going to gross you out to use my earbuds? Uh, well, you actually do. Okay, so you don't have to use them. But anyway, I want you to come in and say hi to everyone. Maddie is our sales girl in training. We found her down in Florida. You say hi to everyone. Hi. <laughs> so, Maddie, how has it been going here so far? The um, truth. Uh, well, it's my first time not being with my mom, so. Oh, Shout um, out to your mom. Yeah. Hi, mom. I made it. <laughs> but um, I don't know. This is a whole new experience, and I'm excited for what is to entail and well i saw continue. you go out i saw you go out to a customer site how was that oh yeah. did you go to chapel hill yeah we okay. saw um the old playhouse coop oh my gosh like to see the starting the starting coop and then like the comparison uh between the mm -hmm. two it's so wild it's it's awesome yeah i was i was super glad to see you go out and see that and meet with the customer because yeah. that's it's so nice putting that together the customer and the coop yeah 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 the the customers are awesome they're right. super sweet so i don't know this is and they were so happy cool. right they were super yeah. happy she was and oh the hens gosh. were happy yes oh my god i picked one up and she was so like heavy i like <laughs> she was a healthy hen <laughs> Fat but, and happy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So this is so cool, and I'm, I'm so excited <laughs> to meet everybody. <laughs> so I have to ask, has there been a lot to learn? Were we kidding when we tried to mention to you before you made the big move up yeah. from Florida? 
Yeah. You wouldn't think there's so much to learn to take chicken coops to the level we take it to. And I'm very happy to say, uh, how long, when did you start? Has it been a month now? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was just looking at the calendar, and it's been three weeks. So I love, uh, I've been sneaking and looking at Maddie's notes, and she's making these amazing drawings. <laughs> she's figuring out how to learn it her way. And um, what have been some of your favorite parts of the chicken coops that you've been learning? You know what I mean? Because we've been talking about how to look at a two by four, mm -hmm. learning how fast it grew, how slow it grew, things yeah. like that. What are some of the things that maybe you, you that found very interesting about the coop designs, the coop build? Um, Just seeing the way that the chickens interact with the coop and how, like, seeing the the customer when I went to the to her house and we moved the chickens from um, her playhouse to the bigger coop. They just, they flew in as if it was like they were there the whole time. So just the way that they can just mold and go into the coop, the newer coop, just like they've, it's not even, like even though it's new, it's just, it's cool to see how everything comes about and how everything is made, especially in the warehouse, like seeing everybody work on the things and I'm able to touch it and I'm able to build one future coop builder over here <laughs> um and i don't know just it's so much like chicken coops what could there possibly like how much could there actually be i'm telling you there's so much there's <laughs> so much to learn and i oh my gosh it's overwhelming but in a good way yes yeah well we can't thank you enough you are i'm starting to see you i'm starting to see things connect yeah uh, which is hard to do it takes a while and getting an idea of it does take a long time and I can tell you uh, you've done an incredibly good well job so far and we're hopefully gonna keep you on track and look forward to when we can finally start letting you loose on the phone yes and uh, maybe even do some traveling and go meet with potential coop customers mm -hmm. and I uh, hope uh, this works out because I tell you this is the hardest job to fill and you can probably see why now there's so much to learn mm -hmm. not to mention you gotta really love sales mm -hmm. which is hard to find and i think i hope my instincts are right and that's just going to come natural right to you right because so. it's business it's woodworking it's chickens yeah it's, it's um lot. customer service sales yeah there's a lot that goes into it yes but my favorite part is the customer service that's because i served and that's how i got this job <laughs> um so that's my favorite part is meeting the customers and creating a relationship with them that not only starts there but begins and grows and it just continues so this is yeah, exciting yeah i mean the, the short story is is non has figured out where to recruit people and that is in the restaurant and Maddie, I mean, we go out to restaurants all the time and we just happened to stumble into a restaurant down in Florida and she was our waitress and we were just blown away. And uh, there, there's, there's a secret there to go find people in food and beverage. And, and you know, you got to be fast. You got to think on your feet. And, and Maddie did things that no waitress would never even think of and was on point. And I hope that spills over into selling chicken all coops. All over baked beans <laughs> that you don't even like. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? Okay. Well, oh. Non just shouted, so stop telling people You're my welcome. secret. So that was Maddie, everyone. Maddie, thank you for doing that. I just thought it'd be good. I love, you know, sharing with everyone who's who. Might be time to update the website. 
uh, and all that good stuff. And, and Kristen, I can't thank you enough for the time you spent helping get Maddie up here. And she told me, I didn't know this part. I knew um, you helped find her an apartment. She said that you left her a little palm tree in yeah. her apartment as a gift. I thought well, that was toilet nice paper, paper towels, and a plant. <laughs> and a welcome mat. <laughs> All righty. Well, it's going to be time to wrap up soon. If there's any other comments or questions that we need to get to. Did we even do the intro music? I don't think we even got to the intro music. Oh, Ingrid's slacking a little right there. It's the gold standard for mites, mites and lice. Yeah, it, we. It's apparently like $150 for that bottle, by the way. Yeah, Just so, so people are aware. Yeah. Um, but it could be well worth it because it's obviously in a concentrated form. And it would be interesting to see what you diluted at. And not to mention mites are a nightmare to deal with. So they also asked if you should get rid of the hemp if you have mites. I don't think so. But again, it either. depends on what kind of mites there are. I right now, off the top of my head, cannot think of any mites that will live in the hemp. Um, mites want solid cracks and crevices, or they just become a, a host, and they live on the body, like we talked about scaly leg. And also, we have to understand, these are outdoor creatures. <laughs> They're going to get things that outdoor, like animals that live outdoors get. You know, pretty much anything that they don't eat. Right. And, and <laughs> yeah. you got to you got to give them the abilities to do what they would do naturally if we were not around. And that dust bath is so important. Mm -hmm. You know, I think people forget when they don't let their chickens free range, you got to make sure inside that run they have everything they need, not just nice green grass to eat and food and water, but they got to have a place that has a lot of, you know, it's a sandy area. You know, you got to make sure they have little tiny rocks so they can use it as their teeth. You know, think about these things when you are not free ranging, which I know a lot of people don't, and I understand why, but don't underestimate what they truly need because yeah. that is their only world. Mm -hmm. You got to take it to them. Yes. I saw someone said hi from Australia. Mm -hmm. Okay. These are all just about the, the insecticide. Stuff. In comments on the show. Yeah. All righty. Well, I think it might be time to wrap it up. I got to get my guys back to work. And I can't thank everyone enough for taking the time to be here with us on this Friday afternoon, watching us live from Raleigh, North, well, Creedmoor, North Carolina, just north of Raleigh. And we have already, we officially started cutting wood. We're going to be officially building chicken coops here. Do you think the first coop will be made this week? Next week? It should be next week. Okay. We are, I tell you, the supply chain is just a nightmare. We are fighting so hard to get machines in here. We got to run power. We got to run air. But... But if all goes well, Evan's design in this mass production line, if you will, mm -hmm. I, 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 I'm, I'll say it. I'll say it. And I think he's right. My goal was one coop an hour. <laughs> we will be down to 30 minutes. A coop from a board to on the pallet ready to be shipped out in 30 minutes. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be incredible. That's crazy talk. Oh, and my, and my princess real quick. Isn't her dress amazing? I love this tie-dye dress. You want to come in and say hi real quick? I know. I just, oh, you're getting to be so big. And is this your favorite baby chick? No. Oh, it's not. <laughs> and you said one. Uh, so this is one of the baby chicks we hatched. How many weeks? Is it four weeks now? Three weeks? Yeah, I don't remember. I've lost track. Yeah, one, one got loose, and Jetta was looking for it, and I just said, well, I think Gus found it. So Gus, no. Knew, no, no, he knew where it was. Oh. So he was, he pointed, like he indicated where it oh, was. Gus is a pointer now. Well, he indicated. No, so did you find the chicken you were missing? Yes. Good. It's the big fat gray one. <gasps> Ooh, one of my, that's my favorite. 
All right, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you for everyone being here. Ingrid, thank you. Kristen, thank you. And we will see you. Are we doing a show next week or are we going to take a week off? Because it's kind of up in the air. What do you think? Yeah, no one knows, man. You better tell us. Have a good weekend, guys. What's happening next week?